What's up, y'all? It's another uh, Dope Life podcast, and I am your host, Coach AJ. On today's episode, um, does the dating pool have piss in it? Um, I have a very special guest, and the woman actually gave me this idea, Michaela Simone. So, Michaela, go ahead. Let's get into it. Uh, tell the people a little about yourself. Hi, my name is Michaela. <laughs> yes, I think I did give that idea because, in my mind, the dating pool did have piss in it. Uh, so, I am ready to uh, dive into that. Okay, okay, okay. So do you have any like upcoming projects or anything like that you wanted to pipe in there? I do. Um, Black Girl True Crime. Uh, My baby. I am currently uh, trying to find cases so I can go over, you know, all things true crime. But we keep it blackity black, black, black this way. So I do have a page on TikTok if y'all want to go ahead and give it a follow. Yes, yes, yes. So let's let's dive into this very interesting subject. Um, do you feel do you feel like the like women are accepting the bare minimum nowadays when it terms of like starting to date and put themselves back out there? I feel like it all depends. It all depends okay. on your mental capacity to date. I feel like people who are dating because they need validation and they need acceptance. They are accepting the bare minimum, Mm. but I also feel like there is a certain group of women who have gone to therapy. They are healing. They are doing the work. Those women, they have higher standards, uh, to say the least. They know their worth. Their submission is not free. So it's two different classes we're dealing with. No, I agree with you on that. I think... um... There was a study that kind of came out saying that um, men are very lonely, and uh, I kind of giggled at that, and you and I kind of touched base on a little bit, and um, I found it interesting because I think what happened was a lot of women are just being very, very specific of Mm -hmm. what they're willing to accept, right? And it kind of goes back to generations where... You know, like my my parents and your parents, you know, we they were kind of well, probably my parents, my parents are a bit older. You know, back then you were kind of like told you had to get married. At least that's what my mother told me. She's like, you mm-hmm. know, like they really embedded that in your head. You need to get married, you need to get married. And, you know, divorce is not an option, all those type of stuff. And, you know, you really have to follow suit with whatever your husband would say. Uh, that's changed, right? Like a lot yeah. Of- a lot. It's changed. It's changed. Like a lot of women are speaking up now. They they have their own ideas of how they would want their marriage to be. And I mean, rightfully so. And not just because I'm a woman and you're a woman yourself. I think it's a partnership, right? Like it's 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 not just just one person in that relationship. It's two. And you have yeah. to really include your partner. You can't just leave them out because of some patriarchy bullshit that society has been telling you. So it's changed. It's changed mm-hmm. a lot. Um, okay, so let's let's dive into the next next question. This is kind of like more tearing towards uh, being an advocate for men. Do you think that <laughs> it's a little bit? We got to show an advocate for men. Just, I'm here oh, for it. I'll, I'll, I'll listen like to it. That. I'll hear you out. Don't be out. like that. I got a I got a big bro. I got three nephews. I still gotta advocate for my for my for the men's them. Like I can't leave them out. We do. Um, they're not all damn bad. We do. You're right. No, they're not all damn bad, right? Um, mm. but this also is for like men and women. Do you feel like creating safe spaces for men and women? Um, is it? Do you feel like it's becoming more normal now? Because I know prior, like it's showing statistically that 
men unfortunately are unaliving themselves because mm. they don't feel like they have you know safe spaces with their partner or with their friends right so do yeah. you feel like that is a part of why maybe the dating pool is a little bit pissy as well absolutely because while i would like to say that there are more safe spaces for men there are not i feel yeah. like it's worse now than what it's ever been i feel like men just like that woman yes uh the other day she said black women black men excuse me need to go to therapy mm-hmm. and they got her fired from her job yeah i feel like black men need to advocate for black men i feel like black women have been mm-hmm. telling black men for ages we need y'all to feel cry mm-hmm. if you want to exfoliate please you're leaving dead skin flakes in the bed you know what <laughs> okay exfoliate my brother like it's okay right and i feel like there are not a lot of safe spaces for black men to express themselves for black men to cry i think that's why i appreciate those black men retreats you know where like they go out in the woods and like they scream and do whatever they have to do like get it out whichever way you can because back in society people are going to call you soft people are going to yep. make fun of you belittle belittle you dehumanize you and i feel like the dating pool would be less pissy <laughs> if men and women went to therapy yeah no i agree like, come on yeah you know um i've told people before like uh as a black woman yeah we as black men and women we need to attend therapy i don't think there's even enough black therapists out there to kind of cover all of that but now there's minus one but yeah (laughs) i know i know but i feel like we need to just be open to that just a little bit more um i understand that and you and I talked about how like therapy could be different for so many people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I look at my parents. I found that for my mom and my dad, therapy, like for my mother, uh, her faith is her therapy. That's her sanctuary. That's how she gets through it. And I'm sure there's many people that do that as well. And for my yeah. father, his therapy is his, his nature, garden, him gardening and stuff like that. Um, he's the only Jamaican man that I know that likes shoveling snow. I don't know anybody else that is a person <laughs> who likes shoveling snow, but he enjoys it. And it's just him being outside. And that's somehow therapeutic to him. Meanwhile, everyone's just like pissed off as hell that it snowed like how many centimeters? This man's happy as hell. Like, so, it's- Can I ask you a question? Do you think your father has found his safe space? Ooh, yes. Uh, I want to say probably in his older years now not in his younger years because he was working and providing for us making sure we were good and now seeing him retired it's like such a blessing just see him naturally happy like naturally happy yeah like filled with joy naturally happy and he's just in a really good I was actually saying this to my best friend the other day like he's just good I don't have to worry about them they're both mentally good they don't have to get up early or work late at night they're just in a really good spot and as seeing like two black parents do that and been married for almost 40 years it's a beautiful sight and see i love that for you because i feel like experiences like we're all we're all different you know so um my dad 
he's he's white and he has been in the gutter and he's still working long hours day in and day out does not have a safe space mm. because he does not have his tribe or another group of men who can provide him his safe space he only has my mother mm. right so i feel like <laughs> he's still very much toxic and he's still very much tired and he doesn't know when he's mm. going to retire and I want that for him, like literally what you just described. Mm -hmm. I want him to reach that now. I don't want him to have that later on. I want yeah. him to have that now, but you know, what and do I know? <laughs> there's, there's nothing, I get what you're saying. Um, I, I'm not sure how to put it in words. We all thought my dad was not gonna retire because this man's always been working. When, uh -huh. he, when he said he put in his papers, I was like, he's going to go find a part-time job. He's 75. He hasn't found one in 10 years. His part-time mm -hmm. job is him enjoying his retirement and his garden and doing yes, whatever the he hell he should. wants. You know what I mean? And being a, a grandfather to his three grandsons. And that alone is what he wants. You could tell, like, he's just in... To see my father as a Black man, to just be very much at peace. Don't get me wrong. He's, he's a Taurus, right? Just like me. So he has his but I will say just seeing him in his like peace is great but kind of touching yes. base when you said like safe space for black men my um my brother has three sons like I said mm -hmm. and one of the things that I've noticed within the last few years as these kids are growing that I find so beautiful is he allows them like him and his wife allow them to just feel their emotions and it's not a matter of okay boys don't cry we've all heard people say that to their kids uh, yeah. boys don't cry big boys don't cry man up those type of words and I look at my brother and how he just allows his kids to be emotional don't get me wrong like he still calls them out as yeah parent. but at the same time like I remember one day we were at a cottage this was a few years back and um I think the middle one was just kind of fussy in a way he had the baby and Oldest one was doing his own thing. Um, and my sister and I were playing pool. And I captured a moment when my brother was just being such a, like, a, a vulnerable dad. Like, just comforting his middle nurturing. son. So, nurturing his son so much. Like, he was just kind of tired and fussy. Mm -hmm. And the way, like, my brother was just, like, rubbing his face. And I was just like, wow. It, I know it seems so small to people. But for me to see a black man do that, I, my heart was just, like, it was blown. Um, mm -hmm. I still see him do it till this day and how he is with his kids and he creates that safe space and he just wants to understand his kids and I think that is huge as a kid I could say to have a parent that just understands you oh yes that's so healing to the inner child right yes yes so I always tell him like I'm jealous of your kids because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes. because they get a uh, um a healthy relationship with their uh, with their black father and i know yes. it's it's it may not seem much but it it, it means oh, no. it's a, lot. a lot to me uh yeah. but yeah creating safe space and for women as well i know like women feel like they can express themselves but there are some toxic groups that won't allow you to do mm. it um and there's sometimes you'll be in a toxic situation where you don't know how to how should i put it 
there's some friendship sometimes and I'm, it hasn't really happened in, well sort of but I've seen it happen to others where they're users right and mm. you don't want to lose that friendship based upon the fact that you know you don't want to feel lonely it's very much the same thing as a relationship right yeah. and unfortunately sometimes you'll open up a safe space for them but they don't really open up a safe space for you that one way straight that one way street. Mm-hmm. So we got to clear that up and allow everyone to feel safe. And you know, that made me think what you what you just said about how um, there are some spaces where black women we're not able to feel safe. I can think of a particular time, <laughs> like talking with my mother sometimes. Well, she'll be like, "Well, I went through this. This is what I had to do, and stuff, and blah blah blah." Like. She expresses her trauma and I've reached an age where I'm starting to understand it. And Mm -hmm. it's very traumatic for me to see her as a human. But I also had to express to her that I understand that you had to get it out the mud. Mm -hmm. But me as your child, I don't want to go through that. And you shouldn't want me to go go through through that that. just because you went through that. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, me and the moms, we're currently working on cultivating a more safe space, at least within within the family. Like, friendships are different, right? But, like, I feel like family, It's a bit, yeah. I I think this year I, um, I had a conversation with my mother. And it's funny. I made a TikTok about this, and I didn't expect it to blow up the way it did. But mm-hmm. um, I had a conversation with my mom and I just, it was reverting back to my nephews. I said, you know, those kids are allowed to express themselves. And I'm like, I didn't feel like I could do that as a child. And mm-hmm. she hit the nail when she said, you know what? I apologize for that, which I was kind of shocked. You know, Whoa! Not, not really because my mom <laughs> now in her older age, I found at least if she finds that she is in the wrong, she will, you know, admit to it right just as much as she wanted us accountability to yeah. she holds herself accountable like more now as i would say within the last i don't know maybe like 10 maybe 15 years like more in my adult life and mm-hmm. also because she's also retired so she looks at life very differently and um i was just like well i kind of just swept it into the rug i was like yeah, yeah i get it like mom don't worry about it she's like no no no, no. I, abs- I actually really do apologize because she's like you gotta understand when i was your age we were told you know, we can't talk up. We can't express ourselves. I had to supp- uh, suppress mm. my own emotions. So she's like, in a child's place. Right, right. And so she she felt and was brought up on that. So she was like, well, my kids need to do the same and follow suit. But then now she's mm. realizing, no, these kids should be allowed to express themselves and ask questions, you know, and because they just want to, you're curious, you're human, you just want to know. And it, I, I think creating that safe space with families it's a tricky one <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's a tricky one and i will say personally for me it didn't really hit until i came out with my, came out to my mother where um mm. we went to we went to a little bit of a rocky road after i came out um just for her to finally understand it and hear the words and then once that kind of happened we've been closer ever since um by just there's so much healing yeah by that. just Right. By just creating that safe space between her and I, it's yeah. been so like spot on. Um, so yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. Um, <clears throat> let's, let's dive into something between you and I, you came up with this question. So I'm really actually curious. Um, how, 
Um, how do we <laughs> attribute to the pissy pool? Oh, Lord, have mercy. You go first. I'm not going first on this one. <laughs> how do we attribute to the pissy pool? So let me, I'll just start by saying, when we first started to work this, you know, out, you know, about how pissy this pool is, I had the mindset, like, all these pools are pissy. There's a dead body in the corner. No way. That ain't nobody found yet. You out of pocket. Stop. Okay. Like, um, like this, this pool is real murky. But, like, I think in these last few months, and definitely with therapy, therapy is the way, y'all, therapy is the way. I've learned that I think it was the pool that I was in. Mm-hmm. Right. So especially when I was toxic myself, I was mm-hmm. pissing in my own pool. Can mm-hmm. nobody say that y'all ain't never peed in no pool before? I have right? not. <laughs> That's on you, sis, because I have not. You know what? Listen, listen, no, I'm gonna keep it a buck fifty. Like I feel like sometimes if we are not in a healthy state. Mm-hmm. We contribute to that pissiness that's in our pool mm-hmm. through bad communication, ghosting, um, getting on these dating apps and not really being prepared to date. Mm-hmm. We just need the validation. We just mm-hmm. need for somebody to look at us, look at our bodies, tell us that we're beautiful. Mm-hmm. But after you get past that little, you know, honeymoon phase, you don't want to hear from them. You... You done got the validation that you need. You all souped up and you're moving on to the next thing. But (laughs) you're hurting other people. Yeah. People are coming into this with the same mindset as you. So you're getting hurt along the way. And what really is the point? Your pool is murky. (laughs) Like, I think when, when it comes to taking accountability, we have to understand the piss that we contribute to our own pools. And not every pool is the same. Okay. <laughs> you said you had a dead body. Um, I don't a, think... a whole, listen, a, 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 a whole dead body. It was in the corner. I, I, I understand that, yes, there, there was a dead body in, in that corner that we hadn't seen yet. All oh. right. And so you couldn't even see the bottom. You couldn't even see your feet, honestly. So, oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had to say, like, what do I attribute to uh, a pissy pool? Is um, not anymore. But kind of like going back to what you said, where we're not ready and we do it anyways. I mm-hmm. used to just accept a lot of shit. And uh, knowing good damn well, I did not have to accept a lot of shit. But yeah. I would a lot of the, like, a, uh, I think back at it now, and I think I'm just in a very healthy spot at the moment. And I think back where I would it just accept a lot of stuff that I shouldn't have accepted. And by me doing that, I, it puts me in a position of where another person may not get the 100% version of me, which is horrible. AJ, you got to give us an example. Oh, God. Um, We're here for a reason. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> you making me just, just throwing me out there. Okay. Hey, yo. <laughs> so if I had to say... Um, Ooh, I would say it would have. To, it would probably be motherhood. I mean, I, I used to think I didn't want that, and I kind of accepted that it would never be in my path. And yeah, I still want that. I still do. And I would accept being in relationships mm-hmm. with people who 
didn't want that. And that was based upon the fact that I just wanted them to stay in my life. But, you know, if, if your values and their values don't match, you're just, you're not, you're doing yourself a disservice and you're doing them a disservice. So yeah, right. Right. It just, it won't work. And I learned that throughout the way, like, "Mm, this ain't gonna work, sis. (laughs) This ain't gonna work. And now that I'm, I'm, learning more about myself I realized you know what I kind of do want that back so that was something I recently learned about myself in the last few months um all right you kind of touched base on it so we're going to go to a dating apps Ooh, Ooh. (laughs) 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 right are they useful or 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 not um have you used it um is it ghetto do you think it's I think it's ghetto as shit and ghetto Sorry. <laughs> and are you go? Would you ever consider going back to it? All right. So, whew, I feel like I will start this by saying that dating apps are useful. It's not the technology; it's the people that use it. I think it's user <laughs> error. Okay. <laughs> so I feel like, yeah, it, it can be ghetto. And so it's like when I'm scrolling on TikTok, like I'll see ads for be okay. I'll see ads for plenty of. Fr- Plenty of fish, and I'm just like, God, no. But I would, I would rather sweep the ocean floor. You know okay. what? <laughs> I, I've been, I've been on dating apps, so mm-hmm. I would be honest. That's a vibe. Yeah, yeah. And I did it when I was unhealthy, and then I did it when I was healthy. Mm. So I had two different experiences. I had two different pools. Mm, okay. Yeah. So I mean, it can be very ghetto, very gutter but I feel like that's when you have an unhealthy person matching with another unhealthy person Mm. Um, particularly when you have people who are just trying to mirror your personality Mm. I think I think that's what that's what really makes these dating apps dangerous because you have these people who are narcissists Oh yeah, psychopaths, and yeah. they get on here, <laughs> and they and they basically they act like they have your same interests. They act like they they just connect so well with you. Mm-hmm. The next thing you know, you being knocked between the stove and the fridge because <laughs> you were moving too fast. You didn't yeah. trust your intuition. Maybe you are unhealthy too. So. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's when the the dating apps are a little bit reckless. But I also feel like when you're healthy and you meet other healthy people, I have met friends on dating apps that I'm still friends with to this day. Yeah. Wonderful people that I'm in constant contact and communication with. Because at that point, I was really low and I was just looking for friendship. Mm-hmm. And they accepted that. So I, yeah, there's two different sides of this rainbow. Taste the rainbow. Um, <laughs> random. Anyways, um, now edit I, that out. <laughs> I'm not editing that this out at all. <laughs> no, I would say like in terms of dating apps, there's a greatness and there's an upfall and downfall to it. Like you'll mm. meet some very amazing and great people on there. Well, you're absolutely right. Where you you kind of just continue a friendship with them, and I think that's ain't nothing wrong. We need to stop thinking that. Every person that we talk to is just going to be a potential partner. They could actually be a potential friend 
And they can be your best pal for life. You know what I'm saying? And you could just have crossed paths and it's just supposed to be that way. And I think exactly. that's that's actually like just it's beautiful, it's natural, it's I think it's great. That's just my mm-hmm. uh, intake on that. But yes, will I ever go back to dating apps? No, ma'am, I'm good. I'm Gucci. Um, I am that. good. <laughs> um, I've tried it, and I tried it again recently, and I just said, "Lord have mercy." You know what? I'm, Take I'm me a- to the king, honey. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I just said I'm Gucci. I ain't doing it. Yeah. And, uh, I'm good. I am good. Been there, done that. Can write a book, book about it, but I'm all right. I'm, I'm all, all right. right. I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, what was my, my last question here? Sorry. Um, what did you do <laughs> that was very pissy when you were dating? Ooh. I want you to say, hey, yo, I think my friends and family might be listening to this. What is this? Okay, okay. Hold on. (laughs) Let's let's revert it. What did you do? Um, I want you to give me a story about somebody that you met on a dating app that was just straight out of pocket. Like straight. I'm curious. I'll hit you with two. I'll hit you with somebody who did me wrong, and then I'll hit you with somebody that I think that I did wrong. We'll balance it. Okay. Um, So, yeah. I met somebody on a date now and I went out to go meet them. When I went out to go meet them, mind you, they lived in another state. Mm-hmm. I won't say what state it was. I won't give any. No, names, no, no. But... We don't need to do all that. <laughs> but I went out there and the vibe, it was not what I had anticipated. It was actually very violent and oh. dark. Oh. And in this particular situation, I was in the process of trying to leave my hotel room because that person wasn't there because they had left me there um, to go out and party with their friends. And I had <laughs> changed my reservation. I was like, I got to get up out of here. And right when I'm leaving, they walk through the door with another woman who had a baby. Oh. And she spins the story and she says, okay, well, this is my friend. She's in an abusive relationship. She needs a place to stay. Can she use this hotel room? I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Turns out that was her baby mama. That was a new born born baby. (laughs) Ma'am. And I figured this all out while I was exiting that state. And she tells me, I've been cheating on you this whole time. That's my baby. That's my baby mama. That's the story that I... (laughs) Yep. And you know what was so dangerous about that? I just want to take a second to say that women think that, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go date women. Dating women is going to be so much better. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh -uh. These studs know a place, and they're going to take you straight to hell if you ain't careful. I'm just... I'm just going to say it. Do not think that the grass is greener on the other side. To the listener, she is lying through her teeth. Uh-uh. <laughs> not all, not all studs. Let me just say that. Thank you. But if you are not careful, if you are naive. So I was naive. Like I just came out and I was just like, oh, I'm finally about to find this person who is for me. Mm-hmm. And that, that's my introduction to being a lesbian. Mm. So I've learned. But 
when I did somebody else wrong, I was dating, I was um, in the dating apps. And this is after I had been hurt on a couple of different occasions, mm-hmm. <laughs> being a baby lesbian. And I realized I had a bad habit of ghosting people. You know, you do not ghost people out here in these streets. Let me explain before y'all tear me up. I know how y'all like to tussle. I I would start conversations with women and everything would be great. Like, I, I would feel fine. Like, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be out here exploring my options and dating. And then all of a sudden, my spirit would go dead. Mm. My spirit would go dead. And then I just, I had no motivation to continue contact. Okay. And one woman in particular, I didn't realize that when I do things like that, that hurt her so bad. To this day, I I feel horrible about it. I'm actually the one that blocked. She she elevated from me. Mm. And that was just a sign like, I got to check into therapy because now I have internalized all these negative pieces of these bad people that I have created these bonds with. I have internalized that negativity and now I'm doing it to other people because I am self-conscious. My self-esteem is low Mm -hmm. and I just need validation in only for a moment. So yeah, it can get real pissy. It can. It can. it can. It can. Um, let's see. Let me think about something that since it's reciprocated, I gotta answer this now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, something that was done to me. Okay, cool. But I remember, you know, just first starting out feeling the, the waves and everything. Again, met someone online, <clears throat> went to go meet up with her. Lord have mercy. I Ooh. walked through walked through the room. Her ex was there with her. I'm like, what in the? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, for real. I think that's yo. I was like, I'm sorry. What the hell, Miss Ma- What the? Never spoke to her since. I was just like, deuces. This is the most. I'm toxic. sorry. What was the explanation for that behavior? Did she? Uh, she said that basically her ex didn't want her to travel by herself. I'm sorry. Don't ask me, child. Come again? <laughs> okay. This is many, many years. This is years ago. But I just remember, like, I walked in and I walked the fuck out. My mm. spirit just said, girl. Just you said, that'll out. do it. Remember that um, meme <laughs> that uh, where Homer Simpson just fades back into the bushes? <laughs> I've never faded back into them, but I was like, it's been real. Take care of your peace. Um, you don't have to worry about me. You don't have to worry about me. <laughs> and I think, okay, let me think about the time that I was, did I have a, uh, yeah, come on, because I have laid it on the line. I need I'm you to, to deliver. Think. I'm trying to think. Um, a time where I kind of did someone dirty. Did I go somebody? Mm. Ooh, I totally go somebody. I did. But it wasn't, mm. it wasn't on a, a kind of a tip where I wasn't ready. It was on, they were just way too aggressive. And I'm a move slow type of person, take my time type of person. So for you to say X, Y, Z, let's keep pushing, let's keep pushing. I was just like, push where? Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Would you move here? Move where? I'm at home with my mama. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
Like, you think I'm going to give this up? I live in my mom and my daddy's house, and I don't pay rent. You think I'm going to give this up to at 20 They were love-bombing you. Oh, I was like, Miss Ma'am, I'm good. I appreciate all the love you could give me. But no means no. And I had to block and ghost because it wouldn't stop. And I felt bad because of the fact that, you know, mm. I couldn't give you no explanation. But she wouldn't stop. So it's just kind of like, what can I do to feel my peace again? And I, I think after that, I was just like, I'm, I remember that was the, after that, I was like, I ain't gonna date nobody for a year. And I did. I didn't. I didn't date anyone for wow. an entire year. Did not. I was just like, I'm gonna be Gucci by myself. And it, it was, was because of that experience or was it because Hell you still yeah, needed to grow? Of, no, it was because of that damn experience. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. Nah. you were triggered. <laughs> traumatized yo the two t's tnt i was like i'm out like this is just this is the ghetto i was out i couldn't take it anymore i was like you know what i'm just gonna chill for a year and i did that i chilled for a year everything was gucci Mm. and i did some healing and now i think i was like 26 when i decided or 25 when i decided to not date anybody which was beautiful Mm. uh so yo we're coming to the end of our episode i think this was really good i had fun can i can i have you back on here again is that cool absolutely okay 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 so um tell the people where they can find you i think you said the beginning but let's repeat it again where can they find you on tiktok okay so my normal tiktok page flawless k93 y'all can stop by show me some love um i do follow back okay and (laughs) and True Crime is my newest page. Uh, again, it's currently in the works. I plan on releasing my first episode in October. Um, so I do hope that some of y'all give it a listen. Please do. Please follow, girl. And I'll have it linked in the description so you could click on and follow her. And um, I appreciate you being on this episode today, Michaela. I, I think I think it was a very interesting, <laughs> interesting conversation mm, about the mm. dating pool being pissy. And um, again, guys, I am your host, Coach AJ. This is another Dope Life podcast episode. And I hope that you walk with peace, people. Please walk with the peace. And thank you so much for listening. Peace.